beautiful. Dude, so Aaron, I was I was just telling Gio about this, but mm-hmm. I saw uh, the new Godzilla movie last night. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. So I've heard really games. fun. Yeah, really fun. Super authentic. Um, like definitely like a throwback uh, type of film. Yeah. Um, you know, I think somehow both well done, but also campy at times. Like it, mm-hmm. it was. It was really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was a moment like three quarters of the way in where uh, one of the like, you know, generals is giving his big hoorah speech and yeah. he's like, we will bounce back. We will avenge ourselves. We'll avenge the fallen. We will not lose again. You know, we'll, we'll get our city. And I was sitting there. I was like, let's go, dude. Like, let's go Japan. Like, it's like, it sucks that they lost that war man. like, we got to get back in. I'm like super all in, like very pro Japan, feeling yep. very strong, you know, like no, I'm, I'm feeling from, feeling yeah. from my, my girl Noriko. I'm just like, oh, dude, they did her dirty. Like this sucks. <laughs> like, the, you know, that war was terrible. How could they, how could they do that to Japan? And then like in the span of 10 seconds, I went from that to, oh wait, they were on the Nazi team. <laughs> and and so I yeah. I had a realization yeah. like in the theater that I was like rooting for the Nazi side and I was oh. like oh yeah, and yeah. I could not stop laughing and it was in this like super intense speech and everybody's quiet because it's uh in Japanese so everybody's like super focused in and reading, yeah, reading and yeah. I'm just like trying so hard to stifle my laughter and like That's everything crazy. that I just realized well, Dude, no, I mean, awesome. even outside of them being sided with the Nazis, they were committing, like, crazy amount of war crimes on the Chinese. Like, their invasion of China was brutal. Look, I'm telling <laughs> I mean, you, if, if, if you were in the theater during that speech right after Godzilla attacked, you would have been on their team, yeah, all right? It was so. very persuasive, from, very persuasive. It was feeling patriotic. I mean, honestly, just add it to the list, add it to the backlog of... Spencer being racist. Yeah, for real. It's uh, becoming uh, a growing, like, theme of the show. Yeah, I mean, really, just put it on the tab, uh, honestly. It's it's a pretty long one by now, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, it is. I've been keeping tabs. (laughs) I've been keeping tabs. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. (laughs) Well, I think you do, (laughs) Mr. Patriot. (laughs) Mr. Patriot, living in Texas. Rooting for Japan. (laughs) <laughs> I was going for it was a phase, all right. It was a phase. He's going through a phase. You got to give him that. <laughs> all right, I, I I got caught up in the hoopla. All right, I I apologize. I fell for a really good speech. It happens to the best of us, you know. That's the that's literally the, the entire argument of the German people after World War Two. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I get it. I we got, we got I, caught up. I, he, he gave a good speech a couple times. Dude, everyone uh, at the Treaty of Versailles is like, no, nah, that's not a good enough excuse. Spencer there is like, yeah, I can see their <laughs> point of view, you know? Like, I can see committing war crimes and not really thinking about it. <laughs> Look, y'all weren't in that crowd. That's all I'm going to say, all right? Had you been there, would have been a little different, all right? <laughs> yeah. Man, that's speaking, fellas, speaking of the Treaty of Versailles, uh, oh. I just recently saw Marie Antoinette. For the first time, no have you guys way. seen it? Really, I seen love it? Marie Antoinette. Yeah, man, such a great film. I mean, it was you know it was the thing. Me and uh, me and Juge, me and the misses. We uh-huh. uh, we had seen Priscilla a couple weeks back, yep. and we were you know in a, in Sophia Coppola mood. Obviously, it was just the theme. 
So we're like, oh, let's watch Marie Antoinette. Really fantastic. Kirsten yeah. Dunst. You know, Kirsten Dunst. Her best Dunst. performance, I'd argue. I, I would agree. I would agree, at least as far as I've seen. I don't know. I, I, I need to be proven wrong in that opinion. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, I, I love that movie. That movie got me into What's the Stroke song in that movie? Oh, I don't know. Now, but that, that song know. specifically, they use another New Order song because it's fucking Dude, Sophie yeah. Popolo. So I'm, many I got, I'm gonna look it up. But... They use the Aphex Twin, the one, the piano song. Yeah. Uh, by Aphex Twin, it's crazy. It's it's. They, it they also use yeah. Hong Kong Garden, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. No. Eclectic. Oh, eclectic. what whatever happened is the Stroke song. It's a great song. Uh, and then Ceremony by the or by uh by New Order. Great, man. great I mean, soundtrack. Just, this one is. It's just a fun time. It was just a fun time. So it is. A bit sympathetic to uh to the uh to the French monarchy. Of the, uh, uh, yeah. the 1700s. I will say yeah. that. Um, a bit sympathetic. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, Spencer you know. would agree. Spencer, you should watch this. I think you'd like it. A little bit of propaganda. <laughs> Look, all, all I need to know, is it better than Ridley Scott's Napoleon? I That's all seen, I need to know. I haven't, I seen, haven't seen Napoleon. <laughs> Have you seen... It sounds like you've seen oh, Napoleon. Oh, I've Any seen thoughts? Napoleon. Is it not good? It, it, here's what, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Where it was like, all right, there are some parts of this that are really cool. There are some parts of this where it's like, what are we doing? Uh... It it was the most like the the late nineties early two thousands kind of blockbuster historical piece. It, you're just watching those again but with the better cameras. That's exactly yeah, what that's it was. Crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So I, I didn't. I, I'm glad I saw it. Uh, you know, it's not cracking the top fifteen of this year. Um, mm. But okay. you know, I I will say though, probably some of the funniest sex scenes that I've come across in quite some time. Funniest. Wow. Like, hilarious. Got. I kid you not. The sex scenes start with Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon going nom 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 in in the direction of a woman. That's that's how it starts. What? Yeah. That's Man. how I am two dying of them to start. know the context. Is that all they needed to do? <laughs> Is that all they needed to do in the eighteen hundreds? Sure, I guess Dude. so. That's, that's it, it's take me back. hilarious. Take me it's back. So funny. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Nom nom yeah. nom. Like he's got to go nom 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 in the direction. In the direction of Sounds like a fucking Roblox like <laughs> audio cue. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like oh, sounds like a Sesame Street character eating. Like, nom, nom, yeah, nom, when, nom. when they put the cookie in their mouth and it just crumbles and falls <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> yeah, and and they get funnier after that. But this is a family show, and I don't want to get too descriptive. Yeah, but course, they're they're hilarious. <laughs> they are hilarious. I mean, we always cater to the families. Yeah. Actually, like I have a walking. question. Do you guys think that any movie this year will break the IMDb, like, top 100? Oh. Uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, you think? Oh, I that's, that's probably, uh, yeah, I mean, plus they, I mean, those lists kind of tend to favor Christopher Nolan movies. I, yeah. They um, do. I would say um, Across the Spider-Verse definitely gets in there, too. I hope right. so, at least. Uh, I mean, I think if 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 it's any of them, yeah, it's probably it's probably this one. Uh, I was about to say maybe the first one would be in there instead, but uh, no, it'd it'd probably be this one. Uh, I mean, this one was out. nothing short of fucking a pure yeah. masterpiece. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. across the Spider Verse currently sits at number twenty eight on the list. Wow, are you serious? That's yeah. crazy. That's way higher. Than top uh, top two hundred all time. Yeah. So. Wow. Wow. That one's at 28, and Oppenheimer is at 61. Crazy. Watch Sorry. Barbie's gonna be. Watch Barbie's gonna be on there. There's probably gonna be another one from this. Are they those those lists they shift to to match 
the uh, the um, recency bias. Yeah, the recency bias. A little bit, yeah. Clearly, I'll, I'll ask this though. Sixty-one. Yeah, my favorite game to play with you guys. All right, Across the Spider Verse is at twenty-eight on the IMDb top two hundred and fifty list. Can you name the movie? Obviously, this is just a guess. Uh, but the movie above it and below it. Above it is Shawshank Redemption. Above okay. it is is The Dark Knight Rises. So, or you said above it oh, twice, or, <laughs> um, I, or uh, below it? I mean, okay. Geo, oh, uh, I don't even know. Uh, above it, let's say, I don't know. Um, shit, fucking Frankenstein. I don't know. That was the first one that came to mind. Uh, <laughs> below it, let's uh, let's go with um, uh, the Aviator. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't that, fucking yeah. know. So, above Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is The Green Mile. I was close with the Shawshank Redemption on that. uh, You were were pretty close, actually. And below Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is Star Wars A New Hope. Jesus fuck. Star Wars A New Hope? That's so crazy. Yeah. And A movie that literally revolutionized the blockbuster (laughs) film industry. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, Shawshank Redemption is at number one. Dark Knight is at number three. No, Dark Knight Rises, I said. Oh, Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, yeah, that's probably number 14. I had to scroll for a little bit on that one. <laughs> but at number 61, Oppenheimer, for the sake of time, we won't do the guessing game again. But above Oppenheimer is Sunset Boulevard, and below Oppenheimer is Paths of Glory. Jesus okay. Christ. What the f- Dude, that list is, that <laughs> list is fucked. That list is just fucked. This list is amazing, and it's so much fun. It's a fun list, but it it does not reflect the quality of movies at all. Like it, it is so far from the truth. I mean, they're all good movies, but like it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. But I think those are the only ones that came out this year that have cracked okay, it. That's fair. Yeah, I'm just Barbie curious. section. I'm surprised that they didn't also put Barbie on. Barbie's yeah. somewhat low. Barbie's not even. Barbie's a seven out of ten on IMDb. That's that's. Are you serious? Actually, I mean, that's pretty surprising. Yeah, I think you're probably got review bombs by rating on it. Did I vote a seven or an eight? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Whatever. I I was one. Yeah, yeah, someone get on that. Yeah, (laughs) someone get that. Yeah, yeah. The only one I thought maybe was Killers of the Flower Moon, but it did not crack. I'm assuming you guys didn't get around to seeing Killers of the Flower Moon. Nah, nah, not yet. Wow, not yet. From one of the greatest directors of all time. Okay. Okay, okay oh Mr. Free Time. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Free Time. Yeah, you get right. to get to go home at, at at you know after work. You don't have to bring anything <laughs> home. Alright. Oh, I bring things home. Geo, I bring a lot of things home. <laughs> Spencer, what was the last time you cooked? What was the last time you cooked? And what was it? Uh let's let's we should probably hone in on definition of cooking. Um Okay, mm, like you uh, have to. Oh, oh, okay. Cereal easy. is not cooking. <laughs> easy. I made a grilled cheese sandwich a few days ago. Jesus. A few days ago. Yeah. Wait. What, what do you eat? Like how how long ago? Like are we talking three days ago, four days ago? Today today is Sunday. I probably made it on Friday for lunch. What What did you eat for dinner Friday? For this is this is a dangerous game. I don't know if we want to play it. <laughs> I want to play it. I very much want to play it. What did you eat? All right. All right, fine. <laughs> we can skip Friday. Friday. What did you eat Saturday morning? Saturday morning, what are you eating? Easy. Saturday morning, um, 
got up a little bit late, uh, went to a coffee shop, did some writing for a little project I'm working on, which is okay. actually very fun. Um, got a chai latte while I was there. Yep. Um, so didn't eat till probably uh, two two thirty in the afternoon. Um, okay. Uh, went over to Firehouse Subs, got a nice meatball sub, delicious. Um, Firehouse. Fire. It's a good meatball. It's a good meatball. Okay. Um, went back, ate it. that. Um, I don't think I ate again that day. Actually, now that I think about it, that's um, crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're just going? Oh to the wait, gym no. For no today's you're just going to the gym for no out. reason. Today yeah, is basically. Sunday. Today is Sunday. So I didn't do that Saturday. Oh no, I'm remembering now. Okay, I did do that Saturday, and then. Uh, I went and saw that movie, and I was supposed to go out to like, um, like this kind of bar grill place with my friends. And we got there, and then they're like, "We closed the kitchen. We ran out of food." Uh, <laughs> I was like, All right. So then, then we went to Canes, and so yeah, I say I had Firehouse subs and Canes. Jesus Christ! Jesus, dude! <laughs> oh my God! Just like, yeah, just just fucking bullshitting at the gym, basically. At this one, you just kind of so, go, don't you? The Bear, last did I... meal you cooked for yourself was on fucking friday in the afternoon that's wild no anyway it's around, it around noon it's around noon okay didn't have any breakfast yeah I had no a fucking breakfast. Chai. The, it's just <laughs> called the most important meal of the day you know you what gotta uh, we should also keep into consideration that that is the weekend special the week the weekdays are much more routine driven of get up at five have a Atkins protein bar with a Huel <laughs> um, protein shake. Uh, go oh work God. out, um, and then like lunch and dinner are usually a little not as crazy. Um, but weekends, I, I really have no no uh, discipline. Uh, I kind of go a little crazy. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Aaron, did I not look like better than you know I did in high school when you saw me a few weeks ago? Well, comparing yourself to yeah, like that, fucking six years ago, so crazy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Was I not fine. seven inches taller? All right, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you look great, but like, if you don't eat at all, you you're going to the gym for no reason. And you're I'm not your going money to the gym for the no reason. System. I'm not going to the gym for. First of all, I don't pay for the gym because it's part of my rent. It's fine. Second of all, it's not going to the gym for no reason because, like, you saw me, you're like. Okay, and then you grab my chest and my arm. You're like, you're feeling stronger. I was like, I am stronger. That happened. That happened in your living room. That's true. It happened in my living room. You could have been stronger. You could have been bigger. Are you reaching your max potential? I don't know. Look, next year's a new year. Maybe we change some things. I don't know. Maybe. He said maybe. He said maybe. maybe. (laughs) It's not going to happen. He sees nothing wrong with a diet of just eating out. Uh, basically no breakfast. A fucking oh, yeah, protein bar and a protein there's, shake. There's breakfast, breakfast during every the morning. week. There's breakfast during the week. That is not a fucking breakfast. Protein many, shake and a protein bar. That sounds, like, Huel, it's that sounds like it's a serial killer's breakfast. It's meal replacement. It sounds like Huel. a serial killer's breakfast. Look at, no one look it enjoys that. Look it up. That sounds look like the food that they it. eat in this movie. Yeah, that, no. exactly. Exactly. It sounds like what they no. would take on the on the space station yeah, because actually. you can't take actual food. Yeah. No, they would have they would have killed for canes on this that that flight. All <laughs> That's right. A good don't tell me. Don't, don't tell even me get started would... on the canes. Don't even get started on the canes. Canes and firehouse subs. Back like going out two times on Wait, top of no breakfast. How many times do you eat out a week, Spencer? 
So today's movie is 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. I'm really course. excited to talk about it. <laughs> of course. Um, look, let's let's actually get into it because we've been talking Before for a little while here. Like well, we're talking for a little while here. All right. All right. So, a few weeks ago, the fellows, your favorite movie doctors, they're back in town. They're back in the great state of California. All right. West Coast, left coast. Best coast. We're under the, under the same roof again. All right. Mm. And we decide, hey, we need to see a movie together. See a movie together in person. We look into it. 2001 A Space Odyssey is showing at the historic Egyptian theater. Just reopened. We got to go check it out. We can leave that out. Aaron, cut that. Uh, cut that, cut that, cut that. Uh, we went, checked it out. Had an amazing time. Um, and before we talk about all the weird things that happened at that theater on that night, let's talk about the actual movie itself. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Aaron, uh, you're the one that told me about this. I saw it with you and Gio first time ever years ago at the oh, New true. Beverly Cinema, um, yep. which was also amazing. Uh, but Aaron, why don't you tell us a little bit about this movie? I forgot that was your first viewing of it. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah that that was yeah. one of still even after this one of my favorite like movie theater going experiences. It was great. Um, wow. Th- this is a a pretty important movie for me um, in the context of like my journey and learning about film, because like all novices do. I went out, you know, the first time and bought the Stanley Kubrick collection and just mm-hmm. bought all of his movies for like, you know, what is it, like $40 on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I just went through all of them. And uh, coming out of that, um, I had, or going into that, I'd only seen Full Metal, uh, Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my Still to this day, either my favorite or second favorite movie. Um, but out of the movies I saw, from that like collection after I bought it, um, this remained like probably number two in the Kubrick collection for a long time. I think wow. it's changed a bit now. Um, and maybe a like a Pads of Glory believer, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, and a lot of people yeah. fucking love that movie, but I, yeah, you know, it's, it's two or three in his collection for me. It's it's just it, it blew my mind that this came out almost 10 years before fucking star wars that's what the comparison that always blows my mind insane it is the technical proficiency in this movie is unmatched in in any era honestly like it is Mm -hmm. it is just so genuinely impressive also one of my favorite things the most kubrick part about this movie is he went after they finished filming and destroyed all the props Mm -hmm. Destroyed yeah. absolutely everything, because he didn't want it to like be used in a uh, like a third rate movie. There's a quote from him about it, but uh, it's it's a funny quote. I, I don't know it off the top, but yeah, this is just it's a it. I it has to be the top movie of the '60s and maybe even the '70s. Like technically, technically proficient and technical technical proficiency. Uh huh. Yeah. Insane. I didn't know that. You, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that the um, that that first viewing that we had, uh, all of us at the New Bev. I didn't know that was one of your top uh, movie going experiences. I love that. No, it, like, and not even to do with like the theater. Just that we were all going, and Spencer watched that movie for the first time. Like, oh, it's mm-hmm. so great. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It was awesome. Great time. We got some Jamaican food. Uh, oh, before, I forgot about that. We did the oxtail. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Some some good old Jamaican food. 
Then we were just strolled in. Fucking own looked like we owned the place. If you we ask did. me, <laughs> we did own the place. Yeah, <laughs> found our seats. Yeah, enjoyed. Oh, just a great. Theater. We did that. Waited two hours for the movie to start. Uh, got there super early. Excellent, just excellent. Didn't we? Isn't didn't we get a? Didn't we get shaved ice as well? Or was that a? Oh, I don't know. I don't or was so. that? Once I don't. Upon a time? I don't remember. Once upon a time was no. Sh- Once upon a time we did Philippe's after. Um, well, no, no, no. Oh. You weren't there for the beginning of Once Upon a Time, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was... So we, okay. No, oh, yeah. Well, right. I mean, you and you and I, know. we got to we say got, it like that. <laughs> we got a bond, me, if you remember, uh, Aaron. Well, actually, no, no. That that was a different one, huh? Wait, which Damn. one? Uh, I, I was thinking of like what we ate in the in the line for. Um, oh, we got a sandwich. That's right. But I don't. I think I think I might be. I might honestly be mixing it up. That might be like a different one because I mean, what Ian was there too, right? And. Who else yeah. was there? Wasn't there? We've been in the new Bev so many times. Like I know, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's 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 tough to. Remember. I I know. I think it actually may have been 2001 when we got those sandwiches because I remember it being just me, you, and Spencer at that, Interesting. At that particular view. Bond me. Because Spencer waited in line, and me me and you were starving, so we got a sandwich. Oh yeah. Is that a fact? It's it's coming That's back to me now. I do remember waiting, and yeah, that happened. Yeah. I was yeah. waiting in line. You guys went and got sandwiches. And there were uh, great yeah. sandwiches. It was a it was a it was a French baguette with um some kind of uh some kind of beef inside. Like but it was like yeah. a sweet beef with egg, egg egg yeah. and pickled carrots, I believe. Yeah, he, uh, for for those who don't know, he just described a Vietnamese banh mi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bon it's mi. A great sandwich. Great sandwich. A fantastic sandwich. Yeah, fantastic excellent. sandwich. That pl- we should go back to that place. That place was amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, if it's still open, so you know yeah. how fickle the uh, the restaurant scene of Los Angeles is. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's she's a fickle mistress. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah no question. Gio, talk about the movie. <laughs> I mean, me. Uh, you know me. I, I think uh, you know we all come to. I think the Kubrick catalog kind of in sort of the same way. You know, you first start knowing like what good movies are, I guess, in a sense, or that there are the the general child enjoyment and you know i don't know at least for me like i didn't i didn't know where to start you know you just kind of google things just like oh like top you know top uh list of like like top 50 science fiction movies all time fifth yeah. top 50 action movies all time right as to give you give me like a place to start and uh you know obviously 2001 was on there so i just kind of like watched it on my on my computer when i was like a kid <laughs> uh, or like i forgot when it must have been junior high at some point and you know it was it was great it was good it was good and, and then i remember i uh i don't know it just like developed on me as, as going through like you know as as one does go on their cinema journey so to speak you kind of go back to that and you see it through different lens and it's like it becomes one of those movies that you keep on going back to i mean i guess every kubrick movie is is like that he has that effect but it's one of those movies that he, i tend to keep going back to and back to and like my enjoyment has never decreased. It, it, my enjoyment of it has kind of always just been on the up. Has been increased yeah. every time. Every time I watch it, I enjoy it even more. I don't know uh, if that makes sense, but it's just one of those movies. It's just one of those movies, and especially just you know having those experiences, seeing it with you fellas, it's uh, it just makes it even sweeter. Makes it even better, you know. I because like I think about it, like I think about you know um, maybe because even even like the understanding of the movie or like the interpretations of the movie changes, right? Because I think about, like, maybe how I might have interpreted it on that um, first new Bev watching, yeah. right? And then uh, however when, however long ago that was. 
and now how I interpret it maybe now in this like Egyptian viewing, like seeing it now, seeing it this context, seeing it this time at this age, right? How I interpret it, how I inter see all the messages, blah, 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 you know? So that changes, that develops uh, because it just has that effect. It's so open-ended, obviously there's so little dialogue. It's just so many like, you know, you can create so many of your own theories. It's it's fun in that way. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess it's just one of those movies I keep going back to. Yeah, it sense. is one of those movies where you could just keep kind of watching it and it never gets stale, you know? Mm -hmm. There's always something to enjoy. Because I've seen this movie probably like five or six times at this point, you know, mm -hmm. with the viewings with you guys. Like, it, it's a... It's definitely up there in terms of like review, uh, like replayability, you know. Mhm. Mm absolutely. Absolutely. No question. No yeah. question. Yeah. Well, Spence, as a as a more recent viewer of this movie, what are what are your like kind of initial opinions post the Egyptian viewing? I mean, I love it. Like, it's probably my favorite Kubrick, honestly. Oh, okay. Um, wow. Uh, I I remember before my first time seeing it. I told Aaron I'd never seen it before, and he put his arm around me and goes, buddy, get ready to have an existential crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, all right. <laughs> and then we saw it, and I walked out, and I was existentially crisied. I, mm. I, yeah, and this is such a, um, man, just so unique. Um, like, even though sci-fi has become this huge genre that is just continuously putting out quite literally anything, um, <laughs> like, I think it... Of the genres, it's definitely one of the ones that has very little regard to quality. Um, obviously, yeah, there are exceptions to that rule, but, you know, you guys know what I'm saying. Uh, mm -hmm. So, we had that going on, and... Damn, you know. <laughs> going on camera mid-statement. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized I didn't have my camera on, so I was... Yeah. Spencer, I was still into it, but I was like, oh, I just realized. Yeah. Going on camera looking like you just got shocked in the lab. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Hair's looking good. Hey, this is the real me. Okay, it's looking great. It looks excellent. It's just it a bad head. It looks, uh, it's a bad it looks head. Full of life, honestly. Yeah, it's a bad head. All right. Oh, continue. Yeah, wherever I was. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, first time I saw it, like, was actually like I would say a moment for me seeing that. Oh, wow. Like that was just so crazy, and so I was really excited to go back to it. And it's one where it's so audacious in scope. It has so much to say. And it's just fun. Like, this is the ultimate movie magic movie. Like, mm. this movie came out almost 50 years ago. And it looks better than the majority of movies that come out today. Absolutely. And they did it with paint and just props and made with their hands. And, and they and they, stuff, yeah. they beat everything. Yeah. And I think just from the movie making perspective like i i have that in my mind as i watch it where i'm i'm sitting there watching this movie and i'm blown away by the story and i'm thinking about what the message in the movie is, is and i'm thinking how did they do that like how did they actually pull that off like mm -hmm. yeah how did they do zero gravity with just like in on a regular set with no nothing it's just how they're moving and moving things on strings they did zero gravity yeah. like it's just yeah. Yeah, so amazing what they were able to do. Um, and I think that's something that I just... I, I really do factor that into consideration. So I, I'm a huge fan of this movie. Um, I think I recommend it pretty often to people. Where I'm like, if you want to see like an amazing movie, go watch this. And then I give them the history of... Know that this movie is why there are still people today 
that think the moon landing was fake. Yeah. Like there are yeah conspiracy theorists that lost trust in our government because Stanley Kubrick just made such a great movie. Yeah, like, yeah. that is yeah. insane. Kubrick, Britain, not not even an American, yeah, and they're like, "All right, the American government faked the moon landing because this British guy made a really good movie." That's wait, wait, that wait. happened. Is he British? No, he's not British. Yeah, yeah he is. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he's British. I, I mean, at the very wait, least, I, I every think, movie no, he no, makes he, is in the UK. He's, he's like he like lives in Britain. Or like oh he yeah, lived he was in born in fucking New York. He has a smoking weed. He like lived in he Britain. He lived right? in Britain for a long time. That's what he is. All right. Whatever. I think his, I think his wife for sure was like British though. He also lived sure. in Pasadena for a good amount of his life too. Shout out to probably, where he, probably where he honed his South craft. Pass. I had to guess. Yeah, South Pass represents South Pass. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of talent over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Bring your mitt. We'll play catch. You guys thought he was British. Don't give the Brits that. Come on. You're right. He's ours. He's yeah, ours. He's ours. He's ours. He's cool. ours. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, but um, I, obviously we're all huge fans of one of the, I think we would all agree, one of the greatest made movies of all time. Certainly one of the most influential. Oh, um, yeah. So I don't think we have any crazy takes there other than anybody who's watching it that hasn't seen that movie needs to run out and see this movie. Um, yeah, I, I think, I I think it's it an important <laughs> one for everyone to see. It's like, it, it's like the Mona Lisa of movies where yeah. a lot of people will see art in their day, but... and but like a lot of people go and they appreciate the Mona Lisa, right? Because it's just, it's the one that you look at and you're like, yeah, that's like a good piece of art. Like I can appreciate that. But yeah. th this is the Mona Lisa of movies where it is of the highest caliber and it is widely accepted as like one of the most important, one of the most influential, one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. You know what period. I mean? Period. There's a reason why we're making a podcast about this in 2023 when this yeah. movie came out in 1968. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good year. Good year. Great, yeah. great year. Fun, actually, 1969 is considered to be one of the most influential years in uh, American history. Sure. But I'd argue just it's a little fun more fact. Just because of this movie. <laughs> just because of this movie? Yeah. Um, I actually yeah. would. <laughs> All right. We could probably have another discussion well, no, on that. I mean, okay. Okay. Let, let me... Let me let me throw this at you. How many references to 2001 A Space Odyssey are there? The fucking Arctic Monkeys reference Clavia Space in, in like, Damn. a couple of their songs. Jesus. Yeah. How? How? Yeah, was Hal, Hal 9000 is that? probably one of the most referenced characters of all time. I mean, it's a part of the, of the uh, Western American canon. Yeah. Like, no question. It's like, you know, Frankenstein... Yeah. You know, like, like it, it, it's just part of the canon, the Western canon. Yeah, it really is. It, Shakespeare, you know. Also, such such beautiful uh, voice work done by uh, Hal. Oh, like, yeah. What's that? Chilling. Name? Actually chilling. Um, mm. I do not know off the top of my head. I will say this. There were a lot more laughs in this theater than I think one would expect from a movie like this yeah like, i feel like we 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 had a there was some good chuckles going on geo apparently doesn't remember it based on the look on his face right now but there I were not. you gotta remind me lot. which parts do you, do you I, okay you gotta remind me I could, top I top tell you top of my head like towards the end of the movie climactic sequence when um dave is basically spoiler alert <laughs> oh destroying yeah. how um he's basically destroying how and it's just dave stop 
Stop. That's right. You? Yeah, that Stop. one kind of honestly, Dave. I, <laughs> I don't understand that one because that's one of the most chilling scenes in the entire movie to me. I don't get how you could laugh at that. But you know what the thing? The thing is, like, I, 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 I have, I see and have experienced like both like opinions. Like, I, like, I say, like, same. I think before it's, it's always been like a chilling thing. Uh, but in the theater, like at least for me, uh, whether it was the you know wh- whether it was the circumstances of the situation, or, uh, or or maybe a growth in perspective, uh, I just like seeing it and it being like kind of slow and it, like him kind of saying it, it just like felt a little funny. It, it like felt funny, not like in a bad way. It was just like oh, I don't know, it was kind of funny. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I just always think about it in the context of like, imagine that was like a human passenger that was mm. on the board that went crazy because essentially that's what it was right in the context yeah. of the movie uh the ai like is sentient and has feelings and stuff and doesn't want to die it's you know it's basically another human like dave says in the in that interview and it's like it, it in it, thinking about it as if Hal was a human it would be him cutting his brain into pieces that's not yeah. I, don't, I don't see that as funny <laughs> but i guess that's just like the difference in perspective of do you see the ai as actually human or just mimicking human or, yeah. or sorry human emotions or just mimicking yeah. them you know i don't know i i've always been under the impression that hal actually had sentience and that seems really sad like uh-huh uh-huh you know well we know who's signing up for for the ai implants oh, yeah, first, for out of all sure. of us for sure oh yeah oh yeah oh. but uh, well, while we're getting into it, because I want to be cognizant of our time as well, um, let's talk about the theater. Let's talk about oh. the people around oh. us. So, I'll, I'll say mine. I forget. I peeped these guys before we even went in, because they're ahead of us in line. We clocked them. Yep. Clocked them. This was the. I gave them an ocular pat down right yep. away. Yep. Um, this is the most LA group you could possibly witness. All right, we got a guy. Insane. We got a guy in a black turtleneck. And like a beige brown blazer, dress shoes, slacks, all dressed up. This is we're on Hollywood Boulevard. Just mm-hmm. you don't no. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. You don't you don't dress yeah. up for Hollywood Boulevard and you don't dress up for the Tuesday night showing. Tickets were fifteen dollars. Like why why are you putting a suit on? You know, like he's got that going on. The guy he's with, um the nice way to say it, uh, kind of a uh, an off looking fellow. Um, is talking to all of them about how he got he here's here's all I hear. You know, they brought me in just for extra work, but they said I can stick around and I don't I think there's a really good chance of a speaking role in the future. This is a this is a huge deal for my career. And I was just like oh man. Like this this guy is selling everybody in his friend group on getting extra work. And you know he's been out there for three years, has gotten nothing yeah, until this like thinks this is the big break. You don't have it. Like I, I, I clocked it. You don't have it. I can tell you right now. Um, so we had that group. That group was in front of me, and there's a few other very pretentious LA. You know, that was, every stereotype you'd think of LA was in that group, and they were right in front of me. Here's the thing. And then is there was there was that side of the group, but there was also the side for me. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Spencer. You can take yeah. yours. I'll get to mine. Don't worry. Yeah. And then to my right, with the pretentious LA group in front of me, to my right was just some family of four from like Wisconsin with <laughs> like this old dad with gray hair and glasses that was just like talking ba- talking back to the movie. When like Dave would try something and he'd be like, not going to work. <laughs> and then, then Hal would be like, 
good afternoon, Dave. And this guy would be like, afternoon, Hal. <laughs> and he's just like talking to himself. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this sucks. Like, oh, this, this guy. And he would turn and talk to me. He's like, so you're from around here? It's a pretty neat theater. <laughs> just it's a pretty neat theater. Uh, uh, yeah, what is even there? Like you had to get it like in advance. You had to know that this, know. That this was showing. Like, <laughs> There's at one point Aaron had a chocolate bar, and you know I'm a bit of a sweet tooth guy, and so I was like, "Well, I'm gonna get a chocolate bar," and I got the chocolate bar. And pretty good chocolate. Delicious chocolate bar. I ate the chocolate bar, and this guy just goes. Oh, you really polish that thing off. <laughs> I was like, why are you talking to me, dude? <laughs> That's I don't so need to commentate. <laughs> he commented on the on the on the speed with which you scarfed down that that bar. Yeah, it's just like, That's awesome. like is this just like I'm a stranger? Like we <laughs> yeah. Hey, you just trying so, to be friendly? It's that, it's that harsh LA like overtone that you have, Spencer. Come on. Exactly. You know yeah. I, I'm... He's from Wisconsin. He's used to talking to people, you know. Exactly, he, where they still like, interact. Yeah, he, he's walking around like, oh, jeez, Midge. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, that's him. Jeez. Oh, yeah, uh, hosers. But <laughs> the guy I talked about earlier, the guy that was talking about how he was just working as an extra, which literally anybody can do, uh, oh. and then was like, oh, there could be a speaking role. That was the guy that was singing in front of Aaron, and Aaron, I'll tell you um, what your experience with him was like. I, dude, oh, I was... Yeah. I was losing my mind. <laughs> I was uh, so at one point, like I'm, I'm like we get there what an hour before the showing. Yeah, we're yeah, like sitting there yeah. for an hour, about an hour, right? That's yeah, fine. Uh-huh. It's typical for these theaters. You want to get a good seat, you're gonna sit there for yeah. an hour. It's yeah. totally normal. Um, so you know we get our snacks, we're eating stuff. Uh, you guys actually, I think you guys both go back and and like get snacks, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And, I think so. And I'm sitting there alone. I'm holding down the fort. And, like, you know, I'm getting bored of scrolling on my phone, so I'm listening to the conversations around me. Um, so I'm listening to the guy in front, right? Mm-hmm. And I I don't know how to describe him other than he is the quintessential, like, I know everything about movies L.A. guy. Uh, like, it just, mm-hmm. just, oh, he, he takes film classes. He isn't a film major. He just takes them for fun. Uh, but... Uh, again, very, dressed very similar to the guy in like the turtleneck with like the like the sports coat on for some reason, like um, it, yeah, it was, it was miserable. It was miserable. The the fit was not coming together. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not. He starts like, and that's fine. You you could be that guy, and I'm not gonna be mad at you. But he started talking about the difference between 35 millimeter and 70 millimeter, and I wanted to pull my hair out. He had he had absolutely no idea what he was talking about. Like, z- zero idea. A taste. But, Give me a but, taste. But he, he said something to the effect of, yeah, so, like, when when they shoot in 70 millimeter, they uh, they they take the footage and then they, um, well, fuck, what was it? He just kept, like, speaking in, in fucking circles. I couldn't even get a handle on what he was saying. Like, he was, like, like he was talking about the way that they edit 70 millimeter footage, and I'm like, no, they're probably gonna, you know, transfer it to like a digital format, you know, that way they can fucking edit it and they're not actually like clipping the I, I was losing my mind. I was I was losing my mind at his inability to I I don't know. It was it was making me furious. <laughs> like, mm. 
But um, but it was just funny because it, it was clearly a situation where he had invited all of the people in front of us to the theater because oh. he wanted to show off his like knowledge of like filmmaking and stuff. And he oh. and, and and because like the two girls that were with them, they clearly had no interest in the movie at all. <laughs> like they, she was like, "Yeah, I've seen this movie before. I didn't really get it or like it." And I'm like. What? Yeah. Okay. Are you Why so, are you then? <laughs> like, what is going on, dude? It was. It was the most. Like Spencer said, it was the most LA group imaginable. It was. Yeah. It was. Just so, everything I hate about LA. It. it was in summary. Gross. In summary, he was mansplaining to these women. Yes. 2001: A Space yes. Odyssey and filmmaking, Basically. and was just wrong about all of it. Like, yeah. wasn't even right. Yeah. Basically. Uh, and the other thing he did. Um, the other comment I heard that almost sent me up a wall was he goes, I don't eat during films. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about I that. I could have. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about that. Oh, I could have killed God. someone, dude. I was so, dude, I mean, this guy's like, I don't eat during films. And I got this guy like, oh, you really polished out that chocolate bar. I was <laughs> not. Uh, I, why, why these people? You know, rest of the theater. So quiet. Like, they're him. just minding their own business. It's always Spence. I, I literally oh. couldn't believe when he said that. It's always Spence. I don't Spence. eat during films. Are you... What the fuck is wrong with Fucking you? child. Like, what is yeah, wrong with you? An actual you? child. Yeah. I, I, like, oh, it got yeah. to the point where I wanted to have a conversation with him after. Just to see. <laughs> just to, like, get a get a, get an even further glimpse in this guy's, like, mind prison that he's put uh-huh. himself in. <laughs> oh, well... Yeah. I, we could rant about them forever, I think. Um, but we're yep. running close on time. And Aaron, we have not touched the slap shot yet. Oh, beautiful. This is... Uh, oh my gosh. I can't even begin to explain how good the cinematography is in this entire movie. It, I, uh, Because obviously we watched this and I didn't like, want to bring my notebook to, into the fucking theater and be the people that were in front of us. Um, but... I, I think that one of my just all time favorite parts of this movie is the like the scenes in space, you know, where it's the the models and it's just them moving. But specifically, a scene that I sent you guys in the group chat, if y'all want to take a look at that. But it's yeah, the it. Earth yeah. on the left half of the the shot, you know, it's empty space behind, and then it is. The uh, kind of middle point, I believe, is what it is. It's the middle point between you know Clavius base and Earth, mm-hmm. um, in that in that sequence. Um, and then the other ship, like the kind of like traditional shuttle looking ship, is uh-huh. uh, traveling into, and presumably landing on the big cylindrical space station. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I I just think the it's so crazy how both of those things are moving, and they were able to do this like. With, with just nothing basically nothing they had toys they were filming toys mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> dude it's crazy it, like it's just so impressive it's one of my favorite parts about this movie it's what drew me to it initially um or to initially like it i guess uh but yeah it's just oh it's just so good it, it's just mm. it's it's just expert level filmmaking in every sense of the word and cinematography too like it, oh, it's yeah. it's just like beautiful knowledge of 
camera work and how to shoot miniatures it's just it's impressive the only movie the only movies that even come close to using miniatures like this is star wars and star wars is nowhere near on the level of this and again star wars 10 years after this like Uh yeah it's crazy yeah i mean uh it, it just makes me think of what we almost got with Jodorowsky's Doom. Oh, am I, I was am I right, guys? Earlier, yeah. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, no, I mean, RIP to to that project. Because, man, it would have came after this and before Star Wars. Yep. I mean, I can't even imagine the visuals on that, but I digress. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Aaron, I look, the picture you sent is amazing, and obviously, like, this whole movie is just visually breathtaking. Yeah, um, I mean, there's Co- no Kubrick other way to describe just, it. Kubrick just has it. Like, he... It went, I, I remember reading, like, a, a book on him, and they talked about his, like, method to filmmaking and how it was, like, while it was meticulous, he just had it, dude. He just, he just had it solved. He, he was, yeah. he was born to make movies. And you could not like Kubrick's movies, that's fine. I know a lot of people, um, don't like, uh, how he, like, treated What's-Her-Face on set. Oh, Shelley Shining. Duvall. Yeah, Shelley yeah. Duvall. Yeah, I get that. But it's like, dude, th- this guy just had it. You, and you can't deny that. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he just fucking had it. Yeah. He was born no to question. do it. No question. That's the, at the end of the day. No question. No question. I, I, I would like to say, seeing that um, seeing that whole space sequence after the, uh, obviously the infamous match cut and the whole space sequence going into the station, the satellites kind of like floating around and then the painted earth it's just so magnificent to see uh, on the uh, on the big screen i mean it's just it was crazy seeing it on 70 millimeter at in that theater it was just uh it was just a, a feast for the eyes to say the least and Absolutely. you know on top of the uh, on top of the you know special circumstances <laughs> but uh uh but uh it was it was it was delicious it was a feast for the eyes it really was yeah probably could have done without the Ah, okay. Oh, dude, okay. yeah. Can we talk Possibly about that real quick? Hearing. Yeah. Possibly hearing. That was yeah. how God intended, if no. you ask me. No, 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 no. I forgot about that, though. Thank you for Look. bringing it up. Go ahead. You guys say it. You guys say it. Look, I I work at concerts, right? That's that's my my job. I I, <laughs> I deal with loud fucking audio all the time. That was too much. Like it was it was physically hurting my yeah. ears. I, I yeah, work. They're... I work like twenty, like twenty five concerts a year, dude. That and I walk in front of the fucking the subwoofers that we use for fucking twenty thousand person concerts. Nothing even came close. That's ridiculous. Like they they need they need to get on top of the mixing game. There, that was it was yeah. too loud. And, and I'm a, and I'm that... a person that I love loud audio in movies. Sorry, Spencer. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I think the other visual here uh, is me, Aaron, and dozens of other people in the theater actually covering their ears during yeah. sequences. Yeah. That that's too loud. Yeah, that's too loud. Geo, go ahead and do of, your thing. Yeah, Argue ahead. the wrong point. Yeah, do it. Bunch of bunch of sissies. Oh scared of a little. Scared, scared of a little uh, tinnitus. <laughs> scared of a little. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I already get it up. I get scared it. Scared of a little word. deafness. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh-huh. A, a, a little loud noise got you down. Come no, on. you're you're actually crazy, Gio. You're actually crazy. No, no, I I I chose to enjoy it how God intended and not cover my ears. That's crazy. <laughs> no, it, it was pretty. It was pretty loud. It sound, okay. So the first one, um, I want to say it, the first one happened. It was on the moon. 
and it was obviously that like you know that ringing sound that happens yes. after they touch it and uh whatever it sends like the i guess like uh canonically it's like it's like it's meant to be like when they send a radio when the thing yeah, sends the radio yeah, signal yeah. to jupiter whatever blah blah but anyways it happened there and it sounded exact i want to say it sounded exactly like a fire alarm but you know how a fire alarm goes like eh, eh, so it's like a space it just go like it just went a constant it was a continuous noise so it sounded exactly like that uh at least to me and i forgot what happened a second time um do you guys remember when, when the second time it was that was a, that was for sure a second oh, one. Oh, it was just Multiple. at like the end sequence the end sequence like because the the score kind of goes up and down when it has like the like the kind of chorus but kind of like the oh at the end you know what i mean um oh, okay. at the end that that was bad it was nowhere near as bad as that the on clavia space though like that mm. that scene was they like come on dude yeah I, I like. I mean, it puts us in their shoes. If you ask me, it puts us in their shoes. We were right there. I agree, but I also don't want hearing loss to fucking watch a movie. That's stupid. That's stupid. You could be in their shoes and not have to cover up your ears at the Egyptian. Like nine. Okay, I was looking around even. Like, dude, at least half the theater was covering their ears. That's bunch of sissies. Bunch of sissies in that theater. Crazy, Geo. You're crazy. Back in my day, we would we would just take hearing loss. We would just take the. <laughs> they were built different in the '60s, I guess. Shit. Oh yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> All right, well, fellas, coming up on time here. Uh, let's quickly give our our uh, final thoughts on 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yes, sir. Um, I can go ahead and get us started. Um, I mean, this is. I know we didn't get into a whole lot of the specifics because um, we're friends and we like to catch up and hang out sometimes. Um, yeah. But th- this is truly one of the best movies that you will ever see in your lifetime. Uh, it is thought-provoking. It is uh, wholly and uniquely different on every level whatsoever. And it is, honestly, it is the mastery of the craft. When you think of the craft of filmmaking, Kubrick is one of the greatest masters of it. And this is one of his masterpieces, one of the best things he's made. Uh, absolutely sensational film. 10 out of 10. Yep. No hesitation. Legendary. Geo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you said it. Uh, like like we said, you know, we, we like to catch up. We like to have fun here. And honestly, I mean, this is one of the most dissected and analyzed movies of all time. There have been people who have, who have analyzed it with more experience than us. There are people with, with less experience than us that have analyzed this. You know, there's no shortage of that online. You know, you can find it. People know it. Uh, uh, you know, what would it be? adding ultimately at the end of the day this is what what could you add to a conversation this long this is a perfect film i mean all around technically visually uh all aspects it's perfection i mean there's nothing else to be said this is a 10 out of 10 for me yeah absolutely um i mean there's a lot of things even that we didn't talk about and or touch on like I, i mean all the acting in this incredible there was not a bad performance, like, down to... I mean, not that there's a ton of characters, but, I mean... And another thing we didn't even talk about, the intro sequence. Like, the first 20 minutes of the mm. film is... There's not a word spoken, and you understand exactly what's going on. Like, it's just... It's just fucking... It, mm-hmm. it, it, everything is just so beautiful. Uh, the color palette, it just... Uh, an insanely good job. Um, uh, like Spencer kind of mentioned, the technical aspects of, like, zero gravity... I, I can't even imagine how to shoot that. Like, I, it's insane to me. 
everything in this movie just flabbergasts me. It's it's just an all around like a marvel of a film. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just wonderful. Uh, it's a ten out of ten. Uh, I'd rate our movie going experience like a fucking seven though, just because of the people. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, mostly through no fault of the Egyptian. Yes. Yeah, the Egyptian. You're, you're yeah. doing up nice. Probably working up sounds. You're doing up the nice. Chocolate. Yeah, excellent. Strong chocolate. Hey, strong chocolate. They game. need to. They need to get a damn mini fridge behind the counter though. Yeah, for is what I'm saying. Yeah. for the fucking junior mints. All right. Yeah, you, you got all the yeah. all those all those attendants. All that all that nice. Fancy schmancy stuff. Get a fucking mini fridge behind the behind the counter for the junior yeah. mints. All right, yeah, just yeah. for the junior mints. All right, that yeah. knocked it down a couple points. And also, <laughs> if you uh, if you have never had fucking cold junior mints before, like get on it. Like it, it, it takes a, no like a it takes like a seven out of ten snack to like a ten out of ten instantly. It's insane. No question. It, it, perfect movie going candy yes. in my opinion. Yeah. Yes. Also, for those who might need to hear it, um, just keep it to one box. Just keep it to one box. Don't go for the second box. All right. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. you know, for those who know and who need it, they'll know. All right. Yep. Just remember my words. Is it okay? isn't directed at anyone in particular? No, it's no, it's directed box. at it's myself. Just... It's it's directed <laughs> at myself uh, mostly. You know, it's just, uh, you know, the people such as me. If you're thinking about that, if you're going, if thinking about going for a second box of Junior Mints, don't, don't do it. it. Get something else. Get it if you if still, get something else. Get something else. It's it's gonna be too much. It's gonna be too much. Get something else. Get the red vines. You, know? <laughs> get the, you were so mad after the movie about the red vines. The mo- wait, hold on, one more thing. The movie, the movie stops. Usually, me and Geo, uh, especially when just us go to see movies, we go uh, like a nice sigh of relief, and it's like, oh, what a film. Geo turns to me immediately, goes, "I shouldn't have got the second box of Junior Mints. I should have got the red vines." It was, it, it floored me, dude. I was just about mine. Dude, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it, man. I was like, I, I was like, oh man. As soon as I opened it and I had that first junior mint of the second box, I was like, ah oh, shit, this was bad. I should have got a red uh, one. I would have enjoyed it so much more. I would have, I would have enjoyed it so much more. There's a reason they only make one box, you know. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> All right, well, oh man, thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Till the next time. I'm Spencer. I'm Aaron. I'm Gio. And this has been the 35mm colonoscopy podcast telling you that there was absolutely nothing wrong with the speed in which I ate my chocolate bar. It was a perfectly normal uh, duration and approach, and there, there was no need for commentary. And that's that's coming to you directly from the podcast. We're all in agreement on that. Yep. Right, guys? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'll all right. Well, that. appreciate the support. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. And make sure you join us next week for Brian and Charles.